1: Here we are, Hart, talking linebackers, linebackers guy. Um, I teased up top that linebacker is a position that used to be at the center and the core, the heart and soul, if you will, of a Bill Belichick defense. Yep. There there was a time when maybe people would have said the most important position on an NFL defense was the linebacker because – The big guys up front, all they had to do was just be big, fat, strong, and hold their ground, and the cornerbacks and safeties just had to make sure they didn't complete 60-yard bombs. But the people that patrolled and dominated the middle of the field, who really were the playmakers, were linebackers. Cut to 20-something, 30, 40 years later, the fantasy footballification with all the rules about you can't touch someone here, you can't go over there, you can't do this, you can't do that, has muddied the waters so much so that I don't even almost know what a linebacker, like I don't know what a catch is anymore. And I don't know what a linebacker is necessarily anymore because Matthew Judon is technically a linebacker. Oh, he's also a defensive end. Well, some people actually list him as an edge player. Like it's all over the place. Like I miss the good old meat and potatoes day when it was just like Mike Vrabel, Teddy Bruschi, uh, Ted Johnson. Like there were some were smaller and quicker. Some were just big and stout. You don't see any more like and Moyer, you know, Ted Johnson, neck rolls. It's a position in flux. And, and as we look to the 2023 Patriots, I don't even know if they have any linebackers under contract. So the
0: linebacker position is definitely interesting. In New England, the, the, the water gets muddied by guys like Adrian Phillips and Kyle Duggar and in-the-box mm-hmm. safeties who play a lot of linebacker-type roles. And some of this is, you know, Belichickian haters. That you know, he doesn't adjust with the game. He forever remember, like, I mean, we're talking 15 years ago, I'd say, where fans wanted to start to go smaller, run around linebackers, the lofa tatupus to just pull a name ah, from history. Lofa Tatupu. Um, but I do think you know, you look at a guy like uh Logan Wilson for the Bengals, these mm-hmm. smaller, run around tackle machines the Patriots do not have that they've tried to dabble and find them Matt Milano Matt Milano whoever they he is not Mike Vrabel he is not but he is a modern linebacker and yes I don't think the position is dead across the league I think it's dead in New England and it needs to be revived because I would look at there was a Super Bowl run a couple years ago where I think you could have argued that uh Devin White and and Levante David were borderline MVP type candidates for that defense. Speed, oh, 100%. Go back two
1: years prior, Andy. Super Bowl 53. Who ran that? Like, I know the big flashy plays were Jason McCordy knocking the ball out of Brandon Cooks' hands on the ball Goff held onto too long and Gilmore going up and getting the underthrown pass intended for Brandon Cooks. But you know who ran that town that night? That Super Bowl was largely won on the big broad shoulders of Kyle Van Noy and Dante Hightower. But at least they're big guys. And I'm done with big guys. Big guys are dead big guys is old school.
0: Now, maybe it'll come back around. I know John Han, I've had these conversations. You put enough little guys on the field. We're just going to run it down their throats, but okay, maybe, but right now it's a little man's game in a lot of ways, an athletic man's game in a lot of ways. And I just look around and and some guys are bigger. There are some like the truly elites. Yes. Can be 6'4, 250, and still run a four, four, like they're few and far between, but I think the Patriots need to find – Jawan Bentley is just too big and slow, in my opinion. Nice guy. There's a spot for him in certain situations, but it's not the centerpiece spot that it was 25 years ago, 30 years ago, that big run-stuffing middle linebacker was going to have 140 tackles for you. I just think too many of his tackles are eight yards downfield. I just think that you need more tweener – Probably some tweener linebacker safeties more so than tweener safety linebackers. And Mm -hmm. they just don't have that. And some of the guys that they've had, you know, your guy, Cam McGrone, who was Mm -hmm. supposed to be the second coming of something great last spring. And you mean
1: Indianapolis Colt Cameron McGrone?
0: Yeah. Um, but even this offseason, like McMillan and
1: Mac Wilson, who were sort of seen
0: in that mold are both free agents. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I
1: don't don't know if they're gonna, I don't know if they're gonna come back for another kick at the can. If the Patriots are gonna target somebody in free agency and, and of all the names we've heard so far in the far too many mock drafts by just here around Valentine's day and there, and thereafter all-star break for the NBA. Have you, like, I've heard about tight ends the Patriots should be interested in, wide receivers they should go after, fat guys on the line that could either push the pocket or protect it. I haven't heard a flipping linebacker's name for anywhere. The last time I heard a linebacker mocked to the Patriots that would have been a good fit, it was somebody who. Uh, I've heard of, you know, Kenneth Murray, I was told, would have been a good fit years ago. I was told Patrick Queen would have been a good fit a couple years ago. Last year, I was told Devin Lloyd would have been a good fit. Spoiler alert, he really would have been because he's an excellent piece on the Jacksonville Jaguars ascending defense. This year, zero, Bubkiss, nada, zilch, have not heard the name of a single linebacker in any mock drafts. Yeah, no, I haven't either. And I actually don't think
0: you need to invest high I think you can, these guys, I'm talking about some of them, not the freaks, not the truly elite, but the next, the Roquan Smith who goes from the Bears to the Ravens and then they give him $100 million, or whatever they gave him. Must be nice. He, he's great. That's great. But I think you can find some of these mid-round guys, like they're coming out of Wisconsin and Wyoming and some of these places. Take a shot on one of those. I'd like to see one of those guys get a shot in New England as a, non-traditional, non-Belichickian. The old thing used to be Belichick's linebackers had to be 6'4", run a 4'6", 40. Most of them weighed around 250 pounds.
1: Yeah. I, that, George. Car- they were all George Karloftis, who went to Kansas City last year and had a nice season. Like, I just, I don't think that's what you need or want anymore. Go find me a six,
0: one or a six, two tackle machine from somewhere Mm -hmm. who can run quote unquote sideline to sideline, maybe run a little bit with some tight ends, even though they're smaller than the tight ends.
1: I just. Now you're talking about the safeties though. And, and as you, as you pointed out earlier in this little off seasonal positional preview here, uh, the, the evolution of the game, smaller, quicker guys, it's a smaller guys game. It's a quicker guys game now. You have to be able to defend at any point a Kansas City Chiefs offense that may have a formation featuring Kadarius Tony, Jarek McKinnon, Isaiah Pacheco, Clyde. I wouldn't put it past Andy Reid to have all of them run ring around the rosy, and all of a sudden there's a smattering and scattering of five foot nine to six foot one, two hundred five-pound humans that can all run a four-four-five forty. Now you that's why you need your. Duggars and Pe- Peppas and like other guys that are like almost big enough to cheat up in the box and play linebacker, but can still have enough speed uh to be able to keep up in the back end. And, you know, violence is usually their first option, no matter where they're playing in the formation. So the hybrid linebacker, what do they call them? Tank, tank line, you know, tank safety, box safety. Yep. Like that is what has affected the linebacking position to a point where I do wonder if you're ever going to see the, you know, the Lawrence uh, the, Micah Parsons is an outlier. He's a true freak of nature. You're not gonna like that's generational talent we're talking about. But I don't think you're gonna see a harkening back to the good old days of you know Vincent Brown and Chris Slade, like the big linebackers of of old would you know traps past their earlobes. Those days are gone. I don't think they're coming back anytime soon.
0: Yeah, I, I would agree. Um now Micah Parsons is a different beast cuz he was essentially a middle linebacker off the ball linebacker at Penn State who's now an elite edge rusher to some degree in the NFL. He's just a freak. You could
1: play him any except for defensive line you could play him anywhere.
0: Absolutely. And, and sort of on the defensive line too. The one thing I would argue is sort of a differentiation between the Peppers and the Phillips and the Duggers mm-hmm. is their instincts, their reads, everything their, they're safeties, they're back end players. And so while a guy may be of similar build and stature, I would like the guy who for his career, high school, college has been taking on guards, knowing how not to take on guards, how to Mm -hmm. shoot gaps, how to read run plays. Like that is who they are fundamentally. And I would like to see one of those added to the mix because I think that's what Jawan Bentley is. He's just a bigger, slower version of that. I'd like to see a more athletic version of the old school captain of the defense linebacker, but change the mold a little bit, change the skill set in the build a little bit. Um, and I don't know who that guy is. I haven't necessarily, you know, gone through all the, the draft process, but I will tell you they're almost always available in the middle of the draft, end mm-hmm. of day two, early day three, because they are still undervalued. Like no one, the the Tremaine Edwardses and the guys that are like that form of linebacker, athlete, big, fast, strong. They go near the top of the draft. They're they're mm-hmm. valuable commodities because they are kind of rare, and teams can put them into a variety of uses. But I would be
1: saying a mid round, um, mid round old school but new school linebacker. You need to also look for it. the The new mold is Miles Jack. It's Keanu Neal. It's Dion Clark. Miles yeah, Miles Jack was a uh, high end pick. Yes, sometimes you'll find the rare occasional high-end pick. Sometimes you find that diamond in the rough that you develop in the middle that it like shares tendencies and instincts and looks like a hybrid of a safety and a linebacker. That's kind of what the Patriots need now and uh, is the new linebacker du jour in the NFL. Real quick, Andy, uh, before we give our interest rating overall, I'm going to rattle off the top 10 linebackers free agent 2023 list right here. See if you've heard of, are a fan of, or know anything about these people. Uh, this, is of course, from our friends at NBC Sports Boston. Number 10, Drew Tranquil. Number nine, Alex Singleton. Number eight, Caden Ellis. Number seven, just feel free to say I anytime you've heard of one of these guys. Number seven, Leighton Vander Esch.
0: Uh, obviously, yeah. I've heard of him, yes.
1: yes. But he's uh, number it. six, Bobby O'Karake. Oh, old friend Bobby O'Karake. Yes, uh, excellent linebacker who's given the Patriots fits in. Yes uh, Indianapolis as well. Uh, Shaq Leonard. There's there's the mo- there's the modern linebacker for you right there. Used to be no yeah. Dare yeah exactly. <laughs> Big bucks. No way. Me stop. Number five, Jermaine Pratt. Number four, T.J. Edwards. Mm-hmm. Number three, Tremaine Edmonds, Buffalo Bills. Mm-hmm. Now they're gonna have to make some difficult decisions about people with salary caps and high rising figures to pay him. Otherwise, he's gonna be gone. He gone. Number two, David Long. Hmm. And number one, Levante David, who's 33 years of age, but still playing younger than, um, his age. Yeah. I mean, his age. I think we've seen with Bobby
0: Wagner and Levante David, those guys are playing well, well into their Mm 30s. Um, and I, I don't, given all the other needs, investing in a linebacker like that does not really appeal to me. Given what we've talked about with the safeties that the Patriots have and or could have, um, I, I'm looking to do it in a more cost effective manner, whether that's second tier free agency or whether that's second tier drafting. Like I looked it up, Logan Wilson went in the third round. So a third round pick for a mm. linebacker that's sort How of a great. Centric- would that be this year to find our equivalent of Logan Wilson in New York? Perfect. Perfect. Um I, I'm not, you know, we know all the positions: tackle, wide receiver, cornerback, places where you may need to and want to spend a lot of money and invest in your roster. I think the the linebacker overhaul or whatever you're trying to do, injection of life has to come at a more um,
1: palatable price. Uh, Agreed, agreed, agreed across the board. All right, so in this, our third edition of the off-seasonal positional preview before free agency. And of course, the draft kicks in for the 2023 NFL off-season. Let us review for running backs, which was our first off-seasonal positional preview. I gave an interest rating of about three and a half. You gave it a six, both of us believing that the Patriots are pretty set, but we're interested to see Uh, how Bill O'Brien changes the roles of developing young linebackers, the star in the making, and Ramondre Stevenson, if Ty Montgomery can come back, and if they will draft a third down back or another power back. Unlikely so, but hey, with Bill Belichick and company, you never know. When it came to wide receivers, we were both nine very interested, very intrigued, high-priority position to review this offseason. Now, Andrew, your grade, your interest rating for the linebacker position this offseason is? My interest rating for the linebacker position would be four. Um, I'm not overly interested
0: in it. Um, depending on what you do elsewhere, I think if you kind of status quo it, you'd probably be competitive and okay. Like, I think Juwan Bentley is fine. Um, you know, he's, he's not going to kill you. He's not going to make plays. Some of the plays he makes are downfield. Every once in a while, athletically, he won't be able to keep up, and that's just mm-hmm. you've lived with that reality for a couple of years now. I think you could live. Would that, would I like to see them uh, pounce on opportunities, like, you know, go yard sailing and like, wow, somebody's selling this really nice couch for 20 bucks. It's, oh, it's still got the plastic and the tags on it. Jump all the hell over it. Um, But it's not a marquee need
1: for this team at this time. Yeah, it's right smack in the middle for me because I'm intrigued to see how the position does evolve. I want to see who they bring in because I believe there will be some fresh and new faces. I don't think guys like Mac Wilson and Raquan McMillan come back for much money. If they do, uh, it'll be like another one-year deal. Raquan, they're not going to cash in elsewhere in the NFL because, well, they didn't really stand out or do a hell of a lot of much. And both of them were a little bit dinged up last year as well. So I'm going to give it a five. Right, right smack in the middle. Interested to see how it evolves on a Bill Belichick defense. Uh, interested to see the new names that come through. But I can't tell you who I would target. There's no one I'm in love with in the draft. There's no one I'm in love with from that free agency list as well. So right smack in the middle. It's a five. And put a one to a five and you've got six. Six rings. Ah, yeah. I, I, I apologize for that. I wasn't sure how to segue out of this segment into the final segment. So, yeah. Um, Probably not going to get a lot of... in the post. Yeah, Turp, why don't you just go ahead and clean that up? Make it sound really smart. Yeah. See if there's maybe an algorithm or an AI that can fix that for us. We appreciate you guys so much. There'll be two more off seasonal positional previews on next week's editions of Six Rings and Football Things. Hey, if you, if whatever position you would like to see us address next, go ahead, chat us up. Put it in the comments at Six Rings Pod, at Fitzy GFY, at Jumbo Heart. And we will address your needs. We've got a lot of other positions to address before free agency is let loose like a hungry dog in the backyard. So stay tuned and thanks for listening.